Welcome to Philly Coco Presents Saab Project Spotlight, Episode 59. This is a developer's journey into making cool stuff. I am Kotaro. I'm Steve. And I'm Aaron. And we are Philly Coco, a Philadelphia-based Coco Heads community focused on Apple development. That primarily, but not exclusively means iOS, Mac, tvOS, watchOS, and visionOS development. Billy Coco's t- oh, yeah. true desire is to take you higher on your own developer journey. Nice. Uh, nice. Almost got it, man. Been, Almost got it. There are like 59 slipped, tries. Slipped, slipped up. Yeah, just got... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you think after 59 tries, I would like <laughs> nail it a little more. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Ah, it's all right. It's all right. Ah, so, uh, yeah. so, Steve, what are, what are we talking about today? What, what's uh, been going on in the world of Apple News? The, o- the only thing apparently that's been going on is Vision Pro, so we're going to talk about that again. Don't you mean Vision Bros? Vision Bros, yes. It's a good name, good title, actually. Sure. We might have our title <laughs> for this. So uh, the reason we're talking about it again, I know we just talked about it, is because two out of the three of us here in the trio have some hands-on experience with it. Uh, culture more than myself but i actually got the demo last night so i have some thoughts as well after th- ruminating about it overnight and uh um aaron uh, uh i'm sure still has some opinions but they're they're not quite get get, get rid of get yet. rid of the eyesight that's aaron's opinion <laughs> that is a good opinion i'm sorry the eyesight oh i could talk about the eyesight thing i don't know how we want to structure this because i got thoughts about everything including like some of the, the youtuber reviews that i've seen and like my direct experiences and the eyesight thing aaron that's mm-hmm. one of the things that I have thoughts on. I have thoughts. On. All right, well, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> this might be a ranty one a bit. I mean, not oh. like in a bad way. I think I have pluses and minuses, pros and cons about this kind of thing. All right, so so at least go into your like. I I kind of experienced it um, in sort. Um, I sort of I've I've had this a similar experience as you, um, uh, uh, Steve, but um, in terms of experiencing what that was, but not necessarily through the Apple Store. So. If you okay. can describe your experience first. Okay. So I booked an appointment like at 7.30 at night at my local Apple store, uh, which is actually probably a good time to do it because there was only one other person there getting a demo at the time. The experience is pretty straightforward. You come in, you go to a specific like table in the back, and uh, someone brings out on like, a special little tray the Vision Pro, puts it down, and... Uh, and then the the employee uses looks like an iPhone SE. I think it was like one of the small ones to scan your face. Not surprisingly, not the Vision Pro itself. I know if you have it at home, right? It it scans your face, right? Mm-hmm. But no, instead yeah. uh, he used a uh, I think it was an SE. It was a small iPhone, and so I had to scan my face, do the same thing like you do with Face ID a couple times. We got that done, and he's holding I think an iPad, like an iPad Mini or something too, or some iPad. So uh, he could see what you're seeing and direct you through the experience. And then you just sit at this table and then you, you put the, he tells you how to pick it up. I'm very specific about how to pick it up. You put your thumb underneath the, the nose part and your fingers on top and you, you grab it from the front glass mm-hmm. first. Because if you pick it up from the wrong part, the little magnetic yeah. parts will slip off. Anyway, yeah. so uh, it, it also comes out with that a cover on it. I guess uh, that's obvious if you have one, but... There's this nice uh, uh, cover on the front of the glass because apparently uh, it's scratch. <laughs> it's scratch. Anyway, but you grab it, and it was with the um, what's the default headband? It had that on there. Do you know what it's called? 
the fall. Oh, you mean the ones the, in the um, ads? The ones in the ads. The one that just goes around the, the back of your the head. Single, the, the single, single loop one. head. Yeah, single loop. Yeah. So it's a single loop, and that's actually what for the first thing I I, uh, I noticed about it is it's the easiest thing to put on and off. It that that yeah. band is super super easy. It's just you just pick it up, you stick the thing on your face, you tighten the one side, and you're done. Can, it's can, on. can you flip it like they can in the uh, the meta the meta ads? I don't know if you've seen those meta ads. No, well, no, but they oh, would they flip it around? No, but like it's like look at us. <laughs> they flip yeah, it no, on, I, and I was like, whoa, that seems pretty dangerous. So I, the way that the employees were gingerly handling this thing, I think uh, I was not going to mess around with it. The battery is also uh, obviously attached to the side, and that's mm-hmm. kind of was like on the table. And you're, yeah. you're supposed to, and you sit down when you do this, by the way. And I think that's a good reason, good thing, because mm-hmm. once you're in the middle of this thing, uh, you know, you really wouldn't want to be walking around during parts of this. So you bump into stuff, but the so you put it on and then you go through the introduction that uh, anyone who owns one has already gone through, I think, where you have to look at some little colored circles mm-hmm. and it's to do the eye tracking and then everything gets in your hands and then it gets uh, you get set up. the The first another so the, one of the first things I noticed once I'm actually in it proper uh, was uh, uh, how I, I couldn't see anything because there was people across over the table for me obscuring <laughs> everything. It wasn't re- actually wasn't rendering. Um, I felt like something. I thought something was wrong with my eyes or something at first, but I think it was just there was people there in front of me. So the initial like boot up sequence, where it's like like welcome or whatever, like, draws there. It was like trying to draw it at a distance where it's literally overlapping with the people on the other side of the table. I kept having a problem. This is just because the Apple Store ways laid. I was. I kept having a problem trying to find somewhere to look where there wasn't people there, like obstructing my view or getting in the way of the virtual things. Uh, but. That was that. That was more just my particular thing. But once once you got through that, the the thing I noticed was the eye tracking is superb. I mean, it's it's truly remarkable. And uh, just everything I looked at, and I I immediately picked it up. I didn't have any problems understanding how to look at hmm. things and pinch and zoom and all that stuff. Uh, he walks you through the the gestures, the employee. But I already you know knew what they were, and I had no problems picking up. I thought it was very very intuitive. At least if you understand the concept of looking at something. And then grabbing it uh, with your fingers, uh, pinch, pinching. I found that was really very comfortable to do, uh, and I, I like that. It's very smooth. It's much smoother than like the limited experience I had with a Meta. It was a Quest Two, not equivalent, but wait, the uh, one that we were messing in Side yeah. Project Saturday that yeah. was two. Okay. That was a two, and that one has controllers, which are good for mm-hmm. games. But as for like using a controller to point to things and click a button, mm-hmm. no, that was a lot more like a lot more annoying than than vision pro was it just kind of remind me at least the meta the meta quest stuff um remind me a lot of like um if we if the i'm sorry if the switch controllers in the in like the in the joy con mode like if all you had if you the only way you can use the joy cons was like one in each hand yeah that that felt like that kind of experience yeah so because i am so close together I had in my mind a little bit about that that brief meta experience, mm-hmm. and the meta controllers are great for games, especially because mm-hmm. we were we were yeah. playing that supernatural game, where yeah. and it felt like you're actually holding something, you're swinging around. But for so, interacting, looks so it was, it stupid. It looks ridiculous. It looks stupid. Doing Every everybody looks stupid. It's fine. With these it's things fine. On. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just, so we went through. I had, we went, I had, we I had hackers flashbacks. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, that hacker scene is is iconic. It just mm-hmm. it never it, it just ages like a fine wine that scene from Aaron, hackers. Do you, have you seen hackers yeah but it's been a few years so i don't remember do you, do you remember when the about. bad guy was in his like vr name? headset 
I forgot his name. No, I don't. I don't remember. I can't, I can't I don't remember his name. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. Well, he's he's. There's a scene where I think the FBI agent, the corrupt guy, comes in or something, and he sees him, sees the bad guy on his Vieira headset, like going ur, 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 like punching space and like looking like he's getting hit, acting like he's getting hit, it's like, ur, 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 like which, which and, is not how it actually works in this in VR no, games, no, no. but it's hilarious. But it was hilarious, nonetheless. Yeah. So anyway, the sorry. the experience is apparently very similar to what people uh, walk through with the WWDC. Apparently, so you go and you, uh, it, sh- it shows you how to open windows and like open Safari. Safari was nice. I could make that really big window. Text rendering was really. <sighs> uh sharp in the apple store anyway like you know one of the things people i've seen people complain about is the pass-through mode now the pass-through mode does not look re- like real life it looks like mm-hmm. you're like the one thing one two things i noticed about the whole experience is it never like it never left my my sensation that i was looking at screens yeah. and the videos i've watched of the pass-through mode looks like a render like the real world they're looking at looks like a render yeah. to me from, but that so, that was just a video on in, what it looks like on a screen recording or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That, in that person, is part of the problem. In person, it's better than the recordings you've seen, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's clearly still a camera. But it really helps how much yeah. how much light there is. Like the Apple stores are super bright, so it was pretty good. But I was like, okay, I'm still looking at a screen. And one of the things you cannot ignore is that you're. It's it always felt like uh, I was looking through binoculars or. You know, there's, you know, there's, there's, um, there's things you'd see on the end of a pier or something, you know, the binoculars on the stand, I mean, you put a quarter in, you would look through. It felt like that I mean, the whole time because it's like, you're looking through a tunnel into something. It never felt like I was in a world or anything like that. Even when the most immersive stuff, it never felt like I was in anything. It just looked like I was kind of peering around through these goggles. The, the lack of field of vision is actually very, very distracting. Maybe you get used to it if you're in it for a while, but I never got used to that. Uh, it makes it kind of hard to 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 use. I, I would think it'd make it kind of hard to use for certain experiences because you have, you have to turn your head more than you think. You just you can't just like turn your eyes. You have to turn your whole head to see. But so, that's you know it's kind of a limitation. But does you, that you, ruin the whole movie theater experience? That no, it's kind I, so, of the only reason I would buy it. I don't that's think it ruins it. I I, yeah. I I think a movie theater experience is probably one of the best reasons to buy the thing. Yeah. You don't get to go real deep into that. You only get to do a few minutes of that. But I did see, for instance, I saw um, a clip of the Mario Brothers movie in a window. Uh, I think, and, and I think I did, we tried to emerge on different things. But I saw it in a window, and what was cool about that was it looked like really good theater 3D, maybe better than the stuff you see in a theater. It looked like a window, and then inside the window was a 3D world, just like like the tri- like the experience you would have oh, in most theaters, like. That's how that movie. I don't know if that's how all was the that, 3D movies were. Was that a worked. 3D movie? The, I think it was because I, I mean, okay, I, it seemed like a 3D movie. It was very brief, and I also saw this. I saw some other clips in there that were 3D. The more immersive 3D stuff, I, I wasn't actually that impressed by. At first, they showed some photos, like you see regular photos, mm-hmm. and that's where you really notice that you're looking at a screen and it's blowing things up way huge because it's, it's impossible not to see the the fuzziness and the noise in the images because they're they're not high enough resolution i think we talked about this last time yeah i think did we you, you need some like super high resolution yeah stuff yeah yeah so to, this to is what happens so you, so you go into like immersion That's why mode you need a terabyte <laughs> yeah so you go to the panoramic version of a picture mm-hmm. and i'm like oh this is kind of neat but it just to me it looked like i was just looking at a picture I was, it didn't feel like i was there and part of it was because you could just tell it's a photo and then uh they, we did some of the uh some a video and I know some people were impressed by these 3D videos, the immersive ones. Like there was some clips, like this uh, woman singing at a piano. Is that a famous person? I do not know. 
<laughs> is that Alicia Keys? I have no idea. Was, was that from the Apple TV or uh, it might not have been? Um, I think everything was from the Apple uh, TV app pretty much. But it was like there was a demo reel, someone like on a mountain on a tightrope. Yeah, and yeah, someone yeah. and 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 a, a singer, and you know, I was like, okay, this is where you would want to use something like this. It's kind of cool, but also kind of awkward looking. Maybe it's just because no one knows how to quite film this stuff yet. But it was like too in your face, and everything gets distorted I, 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 very quickly I, on the edges. I, I will say, if it, if it was the Alicia Keys thing, my first instinct was like, man, that bottle of water is like right up in my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> which was on the piano. I was it's like, whoa. Neat. It, yeah, it, it is neat. It's it is neat, neat, but it's yeah. like I don't, I don't know if I want to watch a whole concert like that. But uh, they did a brief thing with some sports clips in there, like a oh, a camera okay. above a soccer uh, at a soccer game or football. That, if you're, oh, you know, you know what? It's, I need, I need to explain. I need to test that one out then. Okay, so there, there was the one that had apparently had a uh, like a 3D camera or something or or some some camera on top of the net, so you had a net view, mm. uh, and it was very brief, but that was pretty cool. And I think they did. Some other, a lot of stuff kind of blur, goes blur, goodbye in a blur, but some of those sports segments gave you a tiny hint of what we were talking about before, where mm-hmm. you can have the best seat in the house right? and see, right. uh, oh, the, the baseball thing. I thought the baseball one was the least useful because I didn't know what that was supposed to be looking at because it was like down low and then like um, home plate was over way over to the left and then someone was trying to run and I was like, and it was a, the pitcher was like way out there the distance, like what am I supposed to be looking at? But uh, it was a. Uh, it was kind of cool because it, it did feel much more like you were there. That some of these things work better than others. I feel like, and depending on the type of camera, where your angle was, and and what was happening. So that was cool. And then, let's see, we did uh, the tightrope walking one. I think was supposed to be scary, but uh, I mean, I mean it, the problem with it was like everything, everything in those three D ones, the ones were really like up close three D. Like you're supposed to be feeling you're there, like on a mountain. It just felt like you're this tunnel vision, and everything very, very quickly gets distorted on the edges of your vision. Yeah, because it's I because think. that's how three D, how three D stuff works. Um, so the other ones that were three D that are that are it also uses that like foveated rendering. I don't know. Okay, the foveated foveated yeah. rendering thing is cool. Uh, you do but, not but, notice but it. Was it not? Was it you didn't notice it, or you did? No, you did not. Now I know what you're saying. You're saying maybe it's because it wasn't rendered off on the sides. That's possible. But in real life, your your vision kind of works like that, where it's focused, and then the rest is right. I'm just maybe it wasn't aligned for you or something. With your yeah, I thought eyesight. about that. I thought maybe the thing wasn't quite aligned. I mean, I was maybe I need glasses. I don't think so. I do have a dominant eye, but most people have a dominant eye, and it's only slightly off, like between the two. Um, when you say dominant, you mean like one that is much sharper than the other one? Yeah, like if you ever do one of these tests, like you put your hand out in like a circle around something like a doorknob from a distance, and you center the doorknob in it, and you slowly pull it back to your nose, and then you like you start you you'll find out that you um and you close one eye and you open the other one, you'll see that your hand will be like right over top of your dominant eye when you when when you when you uh two back and forth anyway. See me doing it right now. Yeah, it's right <laughs> well, it's usually it's usually the same as your dominant hand, yeah. and so uh, one and so what happens is like one eye one eye will be basically slightly stronger than the other eye um so anyway that's what i that's what i understand i'm not a i'm not an eye doctor but uh Hmm. i don't think it was me i think it was just the i think it was the nature of the technology nature of the the videos where because it looked like a lot of 3d videos i've seen before in other other respects where it's things just are a little bit distorted around the edges because of the nature of of that kind of technology just just so we're clear you're not you don't need glasses right not that i'm aware no do you no was it no right 
Okay. okay, so, um, but other things looked fine in 3D. I think it was just those videos I was like, I was noticing it, mm-hmm. like distorted a little bit on the sides. They look cool yeah. though. Uh, right. I think they just have what kind of like a narrow field of yes, view. Yes, very narrow. Doesn't fill, doesn't fill yeah. with the field yeah. of view, even I, a already narrow. Yes, that's what it felt like. Yeah, it and, does feel that way. I, yeah. I will concur that. Yeah, and I think that's probably what it was. So it's very impressive though. Um, and then the one that everyone was talking about, of course, is the the what do they call the 3D photos and videos you can take. With your iPhone, oh, spatial video, spatial or? stuff. Okay, the spatial. Stuff. He was he was really trying to say, "Oh, look how cool the spatial stuff was." And I was like, uh, "I was like, okay, it's it's okay, it's kind of." Cool. I mean, they make Apple's Apple's marketing makes it out to be like, if you feel like you're really there, I'm like, I I feel like I'm in a I'm looking at a fuzzy 3D movie that, and and I'm thinking to myself, did the person recording recording this like have the the freaking thing on his face? While he was doing this, like with a birth, there's one with a birthday cake that actually mm-hmm. made me feel bad. Okay, so there's a clip in there where it's that person, you're looking over a birthday cake, I think at some young girl's birthday party and she's blowing out the candle or something. And the, it's a first person perspective. And I'm like, am I supposed to be taking the, the perspective of the father here? Is he really like in this moment like, recording this with the, with the didn't, hand? I think we talked about that. That was in the, it was in like the introduction video. That was. Yeah, the, the other side of that video, like oh, showed okay, the, and, the, and the I'm guy, like, like and filming we, that. No, we like, this looks terrible. We talked about this. We <laughs> we talked about how in the '80s and the '90s, you know, how we had um, you know, dads would have the big camcorders and stuff. Yeah, but I'm like, yeah. this is different, though. I feel like so I, I, living it from that first person perspective. It like it doesn't feel right. It feels like I, I should still, probably just be in the I moment. Still figure, I still have to figure this out. But is it when you to record a video? Do you press down and hold, or do you press it and then like switch check um, confirm with like a, a click or? A uh, I don't know because I that wasn't part of the demo to actually record oh, okay. something. Re- but, actually record something. But okay, anyway, the the spatial mm-hmm. video things and the spatial photos they're neat, but it's mm-hmm. it's like I don't know. It's neat, but it's like it's kind of also it la- everything that's three D lacks like fidelity because mm-hmm. it's three D. You know what I mean? So like the edges will be weird or fuzzy or because it's the spatial video it has this weird kind of like effect around the edges. And it Is looks kind of it's like it's like zoom blow. Yeah, up it, it a, looks a cool. Zoom effect. Yeah. I mean, maybe if maybe I just don't know how to use it right or zoom it enough. It looks cool. But mm-hmm. I mean, I would rather have like a really high resolution photo of, a, of an event. Maybe that's just the photographer in me. I'm like, I see all the I see all I was, the imperfections about this. I was about to ask. It's like, you yeah. sure it's just not a like, yeah, maybe. just the photographer think, in you. It's and, just like, yeah. And no, no, but it's so it, it all, it all kind of seems weird. It looks weird to me, except mm-hmm. for the things that look the best were the things that are totally artificial. So, so the dino experience you do at the end, the dinosaur experience, mm-hmm. that's the coolest trick that the thing has. It showed it was like the things I was most impressed by were, were, were that and, um, and like text rendering. Oh, and I did do some fully immersion, a little bit of a full immersion, like look, go, you're like on a lake or you're on a mountain or something. Again, yeah. I was like, it just didn't look quite high res enough to to be believable in the sure. the ones that they they gave me. Um, I mean, I your did, eyesight is just too good. Is yeah, it too good? You, you, your do- eyes are like super dominant or something. <laughs> it's too good. Well, it's just because everything just looks. You could see like the it's everything just looks like it's a photo. It's like a blown mm-hmm. up photo. It's a little pixel. Sure, sure. Um, it looks fine. It looks fine. You're the Actually, first person okay. I've heard that said it looked pixelated. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean my eyes are too. Sharp. I haven't seen that many reviews. But. I mean, not like pixelate, pixelate, but you could tell that it's like noise. Maybe there's a little bit of noise in there. I guess you can tell. You can tell it's a photo. That's what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. maybe it's just me because I'm used to looking at photos. But like, I immediately go like, okay, this is a photo. And that's fine, but it's still a photo. 
uh, look, looks like a photo you took a panoramic photo on an iPhone is what it looked like, which is good, but it's not it's not it's not yeah. meant to be seen like the size of a building. Uh, one, one thing I did kind of I am kind of curious is that those are those environments those are photos they're not video right because they do add spatial audio in like select ones so like oh yeah i think for like the mountain one you can actually if you say something it will actually have an echo oh i heard that i didn't get to do that because it's like a noisy apple store yeah the volume volume was maxed out it did sound good though the spatial audio is really good considering it was just maxed out open audio Mm -hmm. um so i I mean i'm not I'm, i'm not saying they were bad they were cool but like I, I didn't spend. I think if you spent more time in the headset, you'd probably get used to it, and then you'd you'd kind of you'd adjust to it, and then it wouldn't feel like uh, fake. But I'm saying the things that looked the coolest, uh, not the full immersion. I tried to do a full. I tried to quickly go into theater mode to try that out, but I, we had to move. We he moved me on, so I didn't get to do the theater mode. But there's a theater mode where you could pick what seat you're in. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so when the Vision Pro is set up, when you're supposed to go full immersion and it makes everything dark, that's when it works better. Like, like the bright scenes didn't work so well for me maybe because i was in a bright room i don't know but when it goes fully dark considering that i was in an apple store you know how bright they are it worked remarkably well like i did not notice significant light bleed i felt like everything just i felt like i was completely like not i was like in enclosed like there was no sensation of the outside world when it went in there. it's actually kind of unsettling if you were if you were doing that and not sitting down, you could probably fall I, over. Actually, I agree yeah. uh, with like if you turn on immersion mode. Yeah, that's what we like, did. And then like full immersion. I think, yeah. yeah, full immersion. And I was just like, um, yeah, I was like, oh, wait a minute. I can't. I don't know. I don't know if that's the one where you can or you can't see your hands. There's a moment in one of these demos where it's like, like your hands disappear. They hide. That might be the, the one with like Alicia Keys or something. Yeah, like, I don't think those, there was any hands in that in the video. I think yeah no I think the space, the environment ones are fine uh, the immersive ones are fine it's like, just one of those fun those it is sort of funny of like oh like I better sit down because like I have no idea what's going on in my surroundings well yeah he he had a I mean you're supposed to sit down for you take a seat for the whole thing which is smart so yeah. <clears throat> we did that but then the other thing was um uh, I say oh, was really cool the 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 dinosaur thing is probably the most like realistic 3D in there because it wasn't trying to be a photorealistic thing. Like, I feel like one of the, one of the issues is like, I think it's like an uncanny Valley kind of effect going on where when they, when they give you the panoramic photo or the videos or the spatial video or whatever, it's all like a little uncanny Valley Valley to me. And Mm -hmm. so I'm like, okay, this is cool. Very cool. But it's not, it doesn't see, it doesn't feel real. And the dinosaur thing doesn't feel real, but it feel, it looked like, the dinosaur looks like a really good video game dinosaur is like literally there in a way that, that I've never seen before, especially when it pops through the, 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 the window into your space with other people there and stuff. And it blends in so perfectly that it's, it's really impressive. I mean, it looks like a video game cause it is, but it looks like a video game literally in real life. And that's the, the, the thing that I thought was most impressive about. It. I feel like, if you don't if you don't lean too much into like we have to make this feel like it's a hundred percent real, it actually works a little better because you know it doesn't it you because you can I guess because you're just used to seeing video I'm used to seeing video game stuff and like that doesn't like trigger my uncanny valley senses or anything. It wasn't like uh you know uh but but the the dinosaur thing was cool and like the the employee is like put your finger out something might happen. <laughs> He's like put your finger out something might land on it. It's like oh there's a butterfly where's that guy where's that guy gonna go. 
He's very energetic. They have a script and everything. Uh, But, you know, know, that actually, that's a part where I maybe wasn't aligned right with my eyes because once that thing got close to my my finger, it was close to my face, like, it started, I started having trouble seeing it as a 3D object. It started, like, Hmm. shifting. Like, I think it was like, like, it was like my eyes were out of sync or something. Or it's too close to my face. Maybe just too close to my face. Um, But it was cool. The dinosaur thing is the coolest fucking thing in the demo. That's what you do very, at the end. It, and the audio is also the other thing that's really impressive. Like, uh, even, I think I could easily get used to the tunnel vision if you're watching a movie, especially because the, the audio sounds better than any theater I've ever been in. There, there's nothing quite like it for entertainment purposes because the, it's just the best spatial audio, like surround sound, that I have ever experienced. And it's just two little speakers next to your ear, but because they're, it's done so well and they're right there, and you don't have any kind of like echoing happening, like you're in a big theater. There's no one else making noises. Even in the, uh, an Apple store, I didn't hear anything. I asked him at the end, how loud was the volume on that? Because I didn't hear anything. He said, oh, that was max. But it didn't hurt my ears. But it was like, if you're at home alone, you won't need to turn it up that loud. But in a busy, in an Apple store, lots of, there's music playing in the Apple store when they're doing this demo. You know, like there's sound playing, right? There's like people walking around talking. Uh, and I didn't hear anything. So the the immersion into a for a movie experience is probably its main selling point. If you have a, a bunch of money, and you want to like sit alone in your room watching movies, because <laughs> that's the thing about it. It's the, well, the downside. It's very isolating. You know. Thing, yeah, I, I will. I will say this in the sense that when they talk about why is there no multi user that kind of stuff, I mean the 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 environment almost encourages that like personalized experience. Yeah, and so. You know, everything from the hardware down to the software feels like it's for one person. Yeah. And, like you know, it, I, you know, I didn't get the test. Can you, if you, if you arrange windows around somewhere and you take the thing off, when you come back on again, do you have to just start over again, rearranging everything? I don't think so. If it's, if it's you, that's the user. If you're okay. a guest user. Yeah, you it, do that. It, right? it, it, it it just gets like you can only you can only be a guest user for as long as yeah. you wear the headphones. So because uh it, you know the other thing that's cool is flinging around windows and stuff. I that was really fun and just yeah, yeah. and making like so, and nice. I, I gotta tell you the, the the text rendering really really sharp. Like I brought a Safari window. I made it the size of like I don't know like a wall. I brought that thing pretty close to me and like the letters must have been like a foot tall or something or like I don't know at least inches tall. And it was all perfectly sharp to me. It did. You couldn't tell. Like it looked like the best Retina screen. I, I didn't see any pixels at that point. Like the, it was just it was rendered beautifully. I was able to read. Scrolling was really easy. The whole gesture for scrolling up and down is very easy. I, I like that's one of the experiences where if I was going to sit back and read something, it, you could make it completely comfortable regardless of your your eyes. You know, because you can bring it as did close they, you want. Did, did they you know, let you? Nice. Uh, did they let you uh, go to YouTube? <laughs> No, did they let you? Go? Have you been to YouTube? No, I, I, I didn't even. Here, here's the here's the embarrassing truth. I don't think they let you go. I I, I was te- I was testing the device, but I don't for um I, I was experimenting with the device for a little bit, but I don't I didn't bother to like open up a browser. I'm so, wow, just, the browser's just, the best. It's that's the best, the best man. part. That's it is one of the best parts. The the windows blend into well, the environment. Oh, it's not the best, best part. Well, yeah. yeah, but like like the things that this thing does really well. Windows apps really do look like they're just these things in the real world. They just 
sit there and don't freaking move. And text renders beautifully. And you can change the sizes of things very fluidly. You can move them closer and farther away. And if you can arrange all of your apps and windows and then come back and it properly restores them in place, that'd be great. Then that makes it a really potentially useful if you wanted to have like a bunch of apps uh, up out there. That's really cool. And of course, watching movies, especially 3D movies, but any kind of movie because of the good sound and the complete immersion you can get, uh, you know, where you block out the whole world. That is probably, they're probably the two coolest things that you could do with this. Uh, you know, the, the other stuff struck me as a little bit gimmicky, but, but the neat, other, you know, the other thing that I don't think any of us had a chance to do was test the, um, external monitor. No, feature. I didn't get to see that. Uh, there was someone else there testing, but it was always like the blue haze yeah, in front of her yeah, face. You would, you would I did not to get it. to see the eyes, although I did talk to the employee afterwards a little bit, and we were like, oh, I wonder how they're going to make it cheaper. And I was like, they're probably going to get rid of the goofy eyes. <laughs> and <laughs> so, 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 Aaron, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've been over this enough times. So. No, but, but I thought about it again today because I saw a YouTube uh, video about it. And, um, I think it might have been the Max Tech ones. Is that the right one? I saw one of those tech, uh, tech guys who said, who was going over it, and w- one of the things in the video was talking about uh, the eyesight, is that what it's called? Eyesight? Said, yeah. like, said it let you, let him have eye contact. And one, two of the scenarios described were at work with the other guys, and they could look towards each other at their desk. And then the other, I was like, okay. And then the other one was uh, uh, sitting down at a table to eat some, like, you know, to eat a brownie or something with the children around, and keeping the browser in front of them and putting it at the other side of the table. And I'm just like, and, and he's like, it's because of the eyesight, you can still kind of do that. And, and you're not like completely disconnected. I'm just thinking in my head, no, man, it's you're still totally disconnected from your family and your coworkers. You just, you're not looking at each other's eyes. You're looking at screens. <laughs> you're looking at a screen. They're looking at a screen, which is also looking at another screen. Everything is mediated through cameras and screens. There's no human contact. There's no eye contact. It was, I was, I was like, okay, people, people who are reviewing this are very excited about it great they slip into these moments of dystopia without even realizing it in my opinion <laughs> which i think is very funny but uh, uh yeah the goofy do, eyes do, thing i have no idea do, what the utility is really honestly for that aaron do you have any specific questions that yeah for, yeah, for me cur- for either of us yeah i was i don't know steve you said you didn't get to like watch any movies in the full immersion i got to watch a little bit of immersion stuff like you got to do, see the one you... the clip show of the 3d got to see uh I, he did have me go into immersion for some stuff. Uh, what was the one that was immersion? There was another do, clip. Do you get the like IMAX theater effect where you like feel motion, or is it too too narrow a field of field of view for that? Uh, so the, it goes by real fast. I never felt like I was having motion sickness or anything like that. Not motion or sickness, motion. but just like that feeling of like, oh, you're moving because it's filling up so much of your field of view. No, because it's too narrow, right? No, well, in the the brief, when I was messing around with with it a little bit, and I did have, I did briefly get the actual theater mode up. Like, there's different immersion modes for these things, I guess. Mm -hmm. So you can have, like, just immersion where you're, it's really big. But there's, like, a theater mode where it looks like Mm -hmm. a theater kind of, like, there's a theater screen way in front of you. So it's not, like, directly But but it's really far away. Well, it was. like, you're, like, it's Yeah, it was, it was in the brief time I was in that mode. I believe, Mm -hmm. the reason I was trying to get in there is I heard that you can adjust where your seat is so maybe you can get a seat that's closer and then you could you would be um it'd be more of your field of view but in any case it can't the problem with it is even if you got right up to it you would still have this black circle around your vision it's always a tunnel vision 
It's always yeah, a little bit of a tunnel vision. Uh, like it's that, it's that narrow. Huh? That's, yeah, like that's put your hands, put your hands like around your eyes, like goggles, <laughs> and that's what it's yeah. like. There's all you I can mean, always see like, in your periphery this blackness like, from the goggles like, or like. You know, yeah, it does literally like if you've ever worn ski goggles, which I believe it's you have, yeah. yeah, it's like ski yeah, goggles. It's it, it's literally that kind of like right. field of maybe view. Um, maybe V two they'll they'll have a wider field of view. Oh, I'm sure that one, I'm sure it eventually come the the way this. So uh, another comparison between this and the Meta Quest two. I don't know anything about the three. The two is a manual adjustment for the eyes, the distance of the eyes. You just kind of like click them, move them. This thing it does everything automatically for you. When you when you do that initial adjustment, and it's like really cool that it does that. I gotta say, uh, it, 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 right, it that sounds like an unnecessary feature to remove for, for the non. <laughs> well, this, that, that's just strictly for like no. I mean, for it, it like just, calibrates your the eye, calibrations calibrating are to your eye. Yeah, now, that's the what outside I mean. one. The outside one we get rid of. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying the <laughs> no, calibration. You're assuming that you're assuming that it, that automatic calibration is better than just like sliding them together oh yeah so. well i don't know what else it's doing besides that but it does like it does, does like adjust things and uh i don't know uh what else it does uh, what software calibration there is i think you still it's still well, yeah, the software wrong. calibration is necessary but i think but it like actually moves the lenses it does because i didn't touch so. the lenses it had to have moved them somewhere to get them aligned mm-hmm. right uh so uh that was cool and the um you know the scanning the face things in the work. I didn't get to try Persona. Obviously, there was no time for that, so I don't know. It doesn't matter. It looks terrible. <laughs> Do you see? I saw some <laughs> new some the beta. I saw just a tweet uh, for or a, a post on 1. X. One. Yeah, I heard. A, I saw a post from Snazzy Labs, who 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 thinks it might look a little better. He said he looks less like Stalin, <laughs> <laughs> which is really. But it could funny. also be that they did a bet like they he did a better scan. Like I think sometimes these people like do a horrible job of like scanning or like they're in bad lights or whatever, or they're, like they're yeah. in my room or something and try and do these scans. Step one, go to a photography studio. Yeah. yeah you know, that's exactly. the thing. So, and the pass through, I know a lot of people have been in harping on the pass through, uh, is not great. I, as I said, I mean, I could tell I'm looking through a camera, but it wasn't, it doesn't look as bad as some of those videos you see online, especially in a bright room. It really depends on your environment. Like I imagine I, if you're in a darker room, you'll notice it more, but in a bright room, like in an Apple store, or you know, so I didn't have any problems with like everything. Just looked sharp enough, like like text and stuff. All look sharp. Windows look sharp. I think one of the things that will be interesting is over time. Like the the demos probably are not enough to really like let the let that thing sink in in terms of like usage or how like real use case. Like of like yeah, what am what am I going to use this damn thing for? Well, that's a problem. Well, that's like, a see. <clears throat> I was thinking about that too, mm-hmm. and here's the problem with that. This demo is meant to entice me to buy the product. There is sure. nothing else. That this is what Apple decided is it's the best presentation of this device that they can provide to you, a customer, in a reasonable amount of time without you know to entice you to buy it. If this is not enough to make me want to buy it, then what is? There like the only other thing I could do if is to like borrow someone's for a period of time or something or you know what I mean? So uh, what I'm saying is I heard this before. Like, it's better if you if you wear it for a while, you you start. But if you have to wear it for a while in order to want to buy it. Are you sure there's enough of a of a reason to buy it? You know, it's like like it's it's maybe the product is just inherently difficult to, as you said, inherently difficult to um, demo. Sufficiently. I mean, I don't yeah, know. that that I, I agree with. Yeah. But I also think like it is pretty much it's very much a series zero in the sense like yeah. it's not quite known just yet of how people are going to take to the device 
and it's going to take yeah. at least two to three iterations before Apple settles on is un, Apple understands where the market is yeah. for it. But I, I, if 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 you don't mind, I want to talk a little bit though mm-hmm. about the dystopian angle of all this. <laughs> okay, because not to be a downer and everything, but uh, there's a lot of irrational exuberance about the idea of sticking sure. a thing on your face and living your life totally having two of your most important senses completely mediated by a piece of technology. Mm-hmm. And we already have many problems. People have many problems in their lives that have developed because they cannot use the existing technology like phones and social media, you know, in a deliberate way that, in, that enriches their lives instead of causing problems. And this is even more potentially like addictive and immersive for those types of people than phones are, especially children. I have a real fear here that this is going to do even more damage to kids than iPhones and social media have because there's been a great deal of damage done by having those devices be readily available and put in the hands of kids. Uh, and, you know, there's, there's a lot of evidence that's so not going to go into a debate about it, but I, I feel like I've seen it firsthand myself. I read the research. There's a strong case we made that, like, for instance, you shouldn't give kids phones until, like, they're 16 or older. Like, they shouldn't even have access to it. And social media is another thing. So this stuff, though, is even more potentially immersive. And the problem is we keep making technology that is more and more focused on the, the iso- like, an individual's experience. The iPhone, the iPad, now this. It's all about, like, an individual alone consuming content and stuff. and um, and this is like the like the epitome of that because even when you're doing something that's normally communal, like watching a movie in your living room, you're not. You're watching it by yourself, even if people are around you. Even if other sure. people are wearing the device, you're not actually like interacting directly with them. You're interacting through some hardware and screens and layers and layers of software. And I just don't think that's a healthy way to live. <laughs> I think like you need to touch well, grass, you know, and I feel like this is going to make it even harder <laughs> for people to go touch grass. They're going to be touching the virtual grass and not the real grass. Well, man, have you seen that mountain view? <laughs> I know that's what I mean. Like people are like, I am touching grass. What are you talking about? What are you I don't talking have, about? You know, I just don't I'm have the space, smell. baby. <laughs> people are going to like sell some kind of a smell thing adapter, you know, to like oh, hook that's not up. a bad idea to give the yeah, smell. See, of now, grass. Now, now you're thinking like an entrepreneur. People, <laughs> and then if you look at like some of the videos that have gone out, obviously we should, we, people, should, we should get we should get like a scent generator, right? I, I'm telling you, I, it, yeah, and, this is, and maybe wirelessly have it hooked up. <laughs> Yeah. to my my vision pro and then maybe have the app in the background but, or something like that and then like when i'm in immersive space just yeah. you know just a little <laughs> bit funny? of that 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 um i reset or whatever i don't know yeah i like what's but, what's funny amusing about all this to me is <clears throat> even when in high school in like the late 90s i was saying you should not be including like computers like old-fashioned computers in the classroom for kids until a certain age like i said it doesn't I was like, I remember doing, looking at the research way back then, and there was like no educational benefit, but there was a lot of harm being done, you know, like, and I think, I think history has shown that the critics of this technology, especially when introducing it, like, you know, without a lot of forethought to younger people has been a real negative on a lot of lives. And I just hope that this time, because I think this is an inevitable trend this technology and it, and if it continues to get better it'll catch on i just hope people are just more cautious and more conscious about 
using it themselves and introducing it to their children and that uh you know it doesn't become like a thing where everybody has to have one like in all the schools ever there's there's like a like a vision divide or something and then everybody has to then we just have this like race to give kids you know even more you know isolating devices you know i feel like it the cost already the cost to entry is already a well right now sure but i mean yes so you know i'm not i don't think we have to worry about that about at least a couple years yeah that's true and and the the end goal i think in a lot of minds including tim cook's seems to be uh optical ar sure which is has i guess somewhat like less of an issue i'm i'm still don't think that's necessarily like a huge difference because you're still if you're layering things on my problem with it with all this stuff is we we saw that dystopian video that went around. I think it was from like 2015 or something. It was from oh, a, the one with like all the all the ads. Yeah, it wasn't. It's the, not even that new, right? Like it was an older UI one. And yeah, 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 the UI, yeah, and then yeah. and then there was a weird subplot about losing points. I don't know what that was. Yeah, but yeah. if it was you layer, like, do you remember that Ryan? I was like, who's uh, the guy that plays Deadpool? Yes, yeah, I know what you're talking uh, about. Uh, um, it was called Ryan, it was, and then it was like <laughs> he's an NPC in that. None and, of us can remember his name. <laughs> What is wrong with but he, he But he, um, he's like he's like in this game where it's basically like yeah a, yeah it was like it was a, called it was called um heck was that kind of, that movie called I forget uh, um, but, but basically he yeah yeah like the players that come into his game because exactly. he's an NPC they all wear these go- these glasses these AR yeah, yeah, glasses or whatever exactly. and he he happens to get one of those and like the world is completely different yeah and so that that's a dystopian kind of view uh you don't like I feel like people today increasingly just want to not see reality in so many aspects of their lives and we just keep providing technology that makes it easier and easier to just shut out all the things that make life worth living you know and and make human flourishing possible we just keep creating these these tools that make it too easy for people to distract themselves into oblivion and the worst case scenario is you have something like this, which covers your senses and then overlays reality with, you know, like a video game aesthetic or whatever aesthetic, maybe transports sure. you to another world that you find more enticing. And now you never want to leave. And and then you're missing out on, on reality, which I think is actually richer than anything we could do with computers. But I think that's a fair, that's a fair, it's very a, fair it's a critique. It's a fear. Yeah, it's like, it's like, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not saying you ban the technology or anything. I think it's cool. And if this thing was like, three thousand dollars cheaper i'd buy one but you know it's three thousand dollars i mean 500 bucks for sure thousand bucks maybe 1500 eh, 2000 probably not but you know it's like uh i'd buy it Uh, it's just that uh i feel like there's so it's it could go wrong it can go so very wrong and we we just live through this with phones and I, i think people don't fully appreciate that unless you are maybe if you're a parent you appreciate that or if you know parents or if you you know you've seen what how how these things these devices have affected kids over the last like 10 years you maybe have a different you have that kind of perspective and i just hope people are a little more cautious about this um you know they're not going to be i know that's my fear they're not going to be and it's (laughs) like you know i mean mean, the the one the one one thing that slightly disappoints me about like the ipad is that it's turned into a glorified babysitter in a lot of ways yeah the ipad you know the ipad fantastic babysitter it's phenomenal (laughs) but it's it's still like a, a substitute yeah. yeah the yeah. uh the one thing that i'm i personally hope as somebody that likes to build this stuff is much more about tools that are useful versus just tools that you use to consume 
Well, exactly. And this is kind of another kind of part of this, the way this has been rolled out is like, if you intentionally use these tools, like I intentionally use Macs and and iPhones and iPads and, and things. So uh, I don't believe I'm swept up in the negative aspects of this. I, I use them for productive reasons. I use them to make my life better. I think they help me to do things I couldn't otherwise do and help me have a more flourishing life. But I do it with intentionality. I think about what I'm using. What am I consuming? I think about what I'm consuming because what you consume can affect you. So, you know, sure. so I don't mindlessly consume things. I don't mindlessly scroll. I, you know, I don't use, I use the te- technology f- with purpose and intent. And if you do that, I think this kind of thing is fine. It, it could be great and it could be a real improvement in your life. Um, but the way it's being introduced right now, right now, ver- this version one, is the most compelling experiences are all about um isolated entertainment consumption and i'm just like that's fine in small amounts but if that's the primary thing you're pushing on this and that's the thing that everybody's going to try to do like where's the incentive to make other experiences it maybe it's just too early um but like all you know the problem is in many ways the tooling is still very um everybody's still kind of stuck yeah very rudimentary rudimentary. so you, you you've you've actually tried to so i've only used a simulator you have used the simulator in conjunction with some hardware, right? You can say sure. that much. Uh, so, uh, what about how does it work? How does how does the tooling work with actual hardware versus just simulator? I mean, you would, you would definitely have and if you don't have the three hundred dollar dongle. Yeah, to, there's a three hundred dollar developer to strap connect, to, yes. to connect the USB C to USB C and then to your laptop. It's you're gonna have to do it wirelessly, which if you've Developed for Apple TV uh, or WatchOS, it, this is not too. It's not too unfamiliar. Um, the yeah. the challenge I find with it at the moment is like trying to integrate 3D assets seem to be a bit of a struggle at the moment. I'm not entirely is sure. It, is it a file format thing. thing, or is it? It just doesn't render them right, or what's the truth? Uh, no, it just has, doesn't. Has Unity released their tools yet, or, or no? they've released a beta? I don't know. You have to they pay won't... for that, right? like extra yeah you have to be I, my my understanding and i and i might be wrong of this is that you need a pro um a pro account to get access to the beta yeah uh for what they call polyspatial um polyspatial and, okay yeah but that if you were going to build a fully immersive experience um in that uh in for mm-hmm. like um like a video game basically a first yeah. person shooter being a primary example you would probably want to build it in uh polyspatial and unity and you probably the want to build it for with... metaquest yeah frankly. in fact but this in does fact, not it, yeah. feel like something i'd want to be jumping around in a video game with on you know it felt comfortable no. enough to me but it's so expensive and so like it's it, not... it, it it it's i don't know i mean like I, I i've seen my nephew jump around with a quest 2 and playing a first person shooter and the whole and li- it was like that hacker scene it really was <laughs> and, and and you know uh i don't i couldn't imagine doing that with this thing on i'm afraid it would just I've slip seen off my some face people or some people like uh, some kids waving beat saber you know like yeah, yeah. their virtual like their controls towards the television as yeah, they're well, about to like i'm i'm in knowing. The... I'm in the Apple store with this experience, having this experience, and like they, they put us on a table with a television six inches from me. So I keep smacking the television with my hand. Like, lucky I didn't smack it onto the floor because you can't see it's there you know, sure. once you're in the yeah, yeah. But so, um, so I think I think I almost, I was lucky my, my cup of coffee was like 
Oh yeah, yeah. Don't have any <laughs> that, kind of hot liquids like, or anything around you at that time. I was um, like, oh, cool. You know, it's it, just don't go full immersion mode if you're going to have yeah, drinks around you. Yeah. But the oh, so, yeah, do not do not do any do not do anything drink related near your. <laughs> you see, you see, uh, <laughs> I, I don't recommend. You see, I Justine went to a pool with it oh, on, geez. and she just kept everything above the water because it's not waterproof. And I was, just, and but it worked. It was able to um, put windows on top of water, which is I, actually I, kind of impressive when you think about it. I mean, I get it, but I I, I wouldn't mean, do that. <laughs> I wouldn't maybe I just eat has some YouTube money, I guess. Like successful. Well, she YouTube has money. YouTube money, so like that's that it's okay yeah. if it gets shorted out or something. But um yeah, yeah. Well, I saw some video of someone taking a shower with one on. Like, that couldn't be real. I was like, What? I can't be real. Um I don't know. So, so Aaron, what what would you do? What's would you take it out outdoors and go no. hiking with it? Like the, the no. vision bros are doing right now? <laughs> oh, you think the vision bros are doing that something simple like that? They're gonna they're gonna like driving their cyber trucks in full automation mode while doing their vision pro stuff we're totally gonna call this episode vision bros i think yeah yeah <laughs> i mean one one thing that i am interested in what a couple things that i was experimenting on was trying even just in the simulator was just trying to get the game controller kit to work to right try, like, that'd be cool see if i can pull like a remote control like you taking a virtual like remote control like drone mixed like, reality gaming virtually. man that yeah. is going to be a big use case. It'll be um, fun. But it doesn't support game controller in Vision Pro at the moment. I think really? it, it supports it in compatibility mode. It says it does. Wait, what's compatibility it, mode mean? Like it'll work in a 2D like an, app? Like, an iP- like if you have your games targeted towards the iPad. Yeah, it'll work on like iPad app. And then it'll work, okay. it'll work through that, but it won't so, work through like any other means. So I saw some, I don't know, maybe, I don't know if it was a demo. I don't know what it was, but I saw something online where it would look like a, like a, toy car racing around a track thing was that was not mm-hmm. a game then it wasn't something you could control or you couldn't control with a controller um that's a good question it might have been demo know. there's so much stuff floating around i don't know what's real either uh, i mean i i wanted like the one with like it's the f1 a, thing where you can track the f1 that was a concept one no there was um, a um i saw some people again this kind of goes both in the this is cool and this is also dystopian uh was two people sitting at a table playing like battleship or something oh yeah <laughs> and i'm just like that's cool and you are technically playing together, but you're also literally sitting at an empty table, not actually looking at each other because you're through screen. I was like, I, I'm, I'm like, currently I, I, still I, processing I would, that one. I would, I would <laughs> love to see, like, okay, like they show you the cool thing, right? <laughs> they did show it, the cool thing. It was <laughs> and then, neat. And then they, and then they show you like the actual thing happening. That's what like, they did, though. That's what they did. Well, they did. did you, that's what I mean. I didn't like, see the end. <laughs> there's, there's a, there's a two, there's a shot of them just, just like, like they're just waving their hands in the air. I think on an empty yeah. table in front of. And I'm like, World okay, most expensive board game. Yeah, very expensive. Yeah. And yes. I just, but that's kind of my thing. Like, the, what's dystopian about that for me is that it, you're, it's a mediated experience through cameras and screens, and you're instead of just playing a freaking board game together, <laughs> you know, you're it's going all, through like thousands the, of dollars of yeah, equipment. The experience better be way better than just, so. That's what's good. You got to do it. something else. You got to do yeah. something extra besides yeah. just render a board game. That well, you can okay, buy for twenty bucks. I, I only briefly saw it, but it was like a nice render and it like had effects and stuff. So it was cool. It was, but yeah, if it's if it's like a really interesting. So what what I would be willing to do that for, especially if everybody had one of these things, is you'd want to have experiences that make it worth what I think is the cost. Even though not everybody's going to agree with me that there's like a cost to, to this, that there's something wrong with having mediated experiences all the time, but. I mean, like, it lets be something that's worthwhile putting this thing on at the very least and dealing with the slight hassle of that and maybe the discomfort of people seem to have sometimes. So I'd want, I'd want a mixed reality experience that was something that you could not do any other way. You couldn't do with a regular board game, you know? Like, you couldn't do with a regular video game. 
those are the types of things that are going to make killer apps out of this uh, this line of products, not this, necessarily this particular one. I'm I'm actually more curious, and I hate that term. But people like, like games. Um, well, they do, but I think like at least for this version, at least until Unity six fully comes out with full support for polyspatial, you're not going to see no. the game like the games being ported over just yet. Okay. Plus, Unity needs to get their licensing thing. In They're going to you're going to see. People basically watching movies on this thing because that's apparently the best thing, right? And I don't know if it necessarily works for like very high high activity kind of experiences with uh, Vision Pro. Like one of the things that you talked about was like this I like it's you got your your um your 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 uh, field of view is is limited. Yeah, it's very um it's, it's, the yeah. tooling like it, it there's very little support for Unity. One of the reasons why Unity that a lot of games didn't come out uh day 1 is because Unity support was still in beta. <laughs> so do, there's do, no you like think, Did they make that dinosaur demo with Unity, you think? That's a good question. I don't think they needed to. What do you like, think they the, use just like standard just simple like standard metal shaders, metal shaders just okay. straight it's just straight like um you could even probably pull off a reality kit um yeah. and just just I set heard the that scene um up. I heard AR kit is a little is very laggy. It probably is. I someone was saying it was like a one frame per second or something great for, for tracking stuff. Um, oh interesting. I don't I don't know too deep. I know like it's it's hand gesture. There is some like lag between like what your hand is doing and like where it can track the hand gestures. That's one test that I also want to test is like can I create? Can I do one that will like um de- that will show my um my rig my skeleton my like oh yeah, yeah. when it does a hand gesture recognition? Can I like I map it to my fingers and then see that real time? They I had a demo. That, that was that was one of the demo apps. That well, there was a demo app that used hand gestures. You're right. Uh, so I need to test. I'm gonna actually test that. It's, it was very like it was very the code was very um if I remember correctly it was very. Oh man, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just like it was hand rolled, and it was just brute force. Yeah. It's kind of like brute force code, as it were. I think. It yeah, was, like they they wanted to the, de- recognize yeah. a hand gesture, like a heart shape. Yeah, I think you like had to kind of like define what a heart shape was in a in a bunch right. of arrays or something like that. Well, the funny thing is, like the only thing they were really testing the is whether or not points. your index finger was connected to your. You both index fingers were okay. connected, and both your thumbs were connected. Okay. And then yeah. if you if you did like if if you did an O shape. That was enough. That was enough. It was close enough to, 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 fire, yeah. to fire the beam. It's a demo, but it gave <laughs> yeah, you an idea yeah. of how to program uh, finger positions. That's what the yep, hand yep, positions. Yeah, that was a cool exactly. Part so the um, so building for Vision Pro. So you haven't have you gotten you gotten any code to execute on the hardware? I I have a lot of I ha- I do have a lot of code to try to execute. I oh, haven't, so haven't been successful at like doing it, uh, partially because. Um, I have to set mines up in a specific way. So okay. it's, it's a little tricky for me. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. okay. But the long-term thing that I want to eventually, I, I, I feel like for especially developers, even experienced developers, um, you're going to have to do baby steps to kind of get to you know, what you're used to with maybe yeah. iPad development. Like even like if you don't have iDeck development, all right, you're already a little bit behind. But then I'm a little now, behind then. I, I mostly iPhone. Right. And then even then you have to do like, okay, like my UI may require some a window that is resizable and multiple right, and right. like infinite like, infinite. Yeah, it might be like me, <laughs> just make it the size of a building in front of you. Right, right. Like you <laughs> how have will to that like look? figure out how to scale that, right? Or what's 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 um, how you control that. So 
this is a thing that's been I've been thinking about since I, I since this came out since I've been I did my experiences like do I want to buy one and like like and the, the thought that comes to my mind is well besides the entertainment value I, I don't think that's enough to sell it for me because I, I don't I but but can I make money on this like what would I make mm-hmm. for it and I don't have I, I've only had the one 20 minute experience I don't think that's enough as you're saying it's unfortunate that that's that's the best I can do right now but it's not enough to give me a great sense of what do I want to build on it? So I'm kind of relying on other people's secondhand experiences. So do you have any ideas in mind of something you want to build? I guess you were talking a little bit about tracking your hands for some stuff. And obviously when Unity comes out, you want to play around with it a little bit. But do you have any any concrete ideas for like a maybe a type of application that's not a game and not watching a movie that you think might be useful for mm-hmm. indie specifically, for like an indie, like to make it worth buying for $4,000? Mm-hmm. If you're like Aaron and myself, we, we, we don't actually like make money <laughs> well side I, 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 like i'm actually off. kind of curious if aaron has any particular aaron, ideas, yeah, ideas or like things he wants to test out to see if it's a um i remember i wanted to test out stuff with like the physics engine of how hmm. yeah like, like stacking bricks models. or something yeah yeah they had that demo oh. of like stacking and knocking over bricks. that that would be cool yeah i that didn't have to try anything yeah. like that if you got that demo it, Send that my way. I so. don't think they actually like published all the code. It was just like in a WWDC talk, and you had to like put it together oh, yourself. You know, you know who has that code hmm. is Azam. Azam, who is this is non-sponsor sponsorship. Hmm. Um, incidentally, uh, Muhammad Azam is a good friend of ours, and uh, he has a workshop <laughs> that you can do for Reality Kit. Um, that he's, I think it's an, it's an in-person, not in-person, but like virtual in-person workshop. Like a Zoom. Like a Zoom call. Um, so 2.50, I forgot exactly the time, but we'll post the link in our, um, in in the chat, but it's, yeah, it's, uh, azamsharp.com slash school, I believe it is. Or is it dot school? Dot school. Yes. I'm sorry. Azamsharp dot school. One of those new fancy TLDs. I know. I know. But anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, where was I? Well, um, you were saying um, uh, blocks. He's, you think he has the yeah, code yeah. for that? Because did he do well, that? Well, he as did. Demo? He did. He did a free YouTube video around physics in AR Kit. Yeah, um, which he did in the iOS device. But all that is relatively transferable to Vision OS. So you could realistically take that code and then just utilize it to test for Vision OS. Um, yeah. because there's not too much in terms of like what you um there shouldn't be i should stress yeah. there shouldn't be too so, much to to um duplicate there so right now like would you buy one if you were still doing indie stuff would you definitely buy one and try to make something because i guess maybe maybe you just need to have one in your possession to get a good idea that's the thing that's i i fear <laughs> that i like i need to spend four thousand dollars in order to have enough experience with it to actually have an idea uh you know, yeah, could, if I had four thousand dollars just lying around, then I would probably buy one. Uh, you, you first of all, you would want four thousand dollars on top of your billions, apparently. But uh, well, how uh, how how long is this this product going to be um like usable anyway? Like how long until they replace it with version two? Nine months. I, I would give it. <laughs> God, please don't be nine months. That's, I, I would like, give it. I would give it. Cry. I, I don't think I'd be that. No, all, the, I all think these I'd people could cool. just afford to buy another one. It's fine. Sure. Well, that's what I'm I, saying. I'm like, is it worth one of us buying one? Like, or like, if we were all just, well, no, if you were probably Indian, not. Would you, would you buy one gonna, right now, Coltro? Somebody, somebody's going to have to. 
Um, if I was indie, I want to share it like a conch shell. And if I was indie <laughs> and I had a business plan to, that was like a real, like a product that I knew was feasible. Right. Well, that's the thing. How do you develop it without the hard, without like well, having, it's hard to have an idea. That's my point. It's like hard to have right. a good idea without having enough experience using it to see it's, it's, it's pros and cons and what yeah. might actually work. Cause I didn't, yeah. I only got 20 minute demo. I didn't get to use it at home in my home environment, see what that's like, or use it with a Mac, which I hear is really cool to have a 4k screen. Uh, up in in front of you. That I would love to try that with like Lightroom. See how well that works. Just just spend just spend uh, four thousand dollars worth just, of monitors. That's, just do it. It'll be way better. Just, just. <laughs> it is. It's like I guess I could just, just rationalize it as it's like it's like buying multiple uh, yeah, monitors. Just buy four thousand dollar. Yeah, like you said. Although um, you can only have one. You can only have one Mac monitor, at least on the I, consumer version of this. Apparently. I think that's what the I mean. Way... Just buy like a bunch of real monitors, real for monitors. Your Mac, and, and it'll be better. <laughs> and then use that as like, just imagine that they're they're just floating in space. I think the the uh, real uh, the real challenge is, um, I guess like if you're indie, um, it's hard to recommend it as of right now, unless you have an, like let's say you have an existing business, um, and you think that this can this can help your existing business, whatever product, right? Like I could see something like a 3d procreate would be really cool. Um, maybe you'd build that in, that engine entirely specific for 3d mm-hmm. versus like 2d that takes time. And that would actually take hardware. Yeah. Um, as, a, as like, and you'd want to test that out, right? You'd want to, um, yeah. you'd want to see just what uh, the hardware yeah. can do. I mean, that's my thing. So if you're like, is this, does this feel like, the early days, because I didn't jump on board the early days of the of the App Store. Does this feel like the early days of the App Store, where you can, if you're like a, your person, you just you just get this hardware and you just figure out a product and you make it, or is this feel like something where you already need to have some established product or good business plan, as you're saying, before you even jump on board, because you're probably going to lose money <laughs> or it's going to be harder. Like you know what I mean? Like like I don't know. Like is this? I don't know how to feel about it. I mean, it just came out, obviously, so it's probably too soon to tell, but. Um, it's hard. I don't have any gauge on like on the apps that have been released on whether or not they're flying off the virtual shelves or not. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead, Aaron. Oh, I don't know. I not some coming from someone who hasn't used it. This feels like still like when AR Kit came out on the iPhone. It's like, oh, we're waiting for the next version of this thing. This is the thing factor. we were waiting for, though. No, but I don't think it is. I, <laughs> I think guess, it's like, I guess still not. waiting for that next thing. Yeah, this is the this is the thing that actually I, you I, could use it. I I think uh, that's kind of funny. Is like AR Kit and um and by extension Reality Kit both have been developed in uh, separate kind of worlds with the anticipation that at some point it's all going to relate to Vision OS, right? Somehow oh, yeah. it would all come back together. And I think it's kind of like when it came back together, I think it was like, well, okay, now that we can reveal that this this is a thing, they still haven't quite coagulated yeah, quite yet yeah, in yeah, terms yeah. of... Um, well, I mean, yeah, there, there's, there was the rumor that the glasses kind of version team was, was moved off of that for now to do a cheaper version of this. Who knows? But, you know, having cameras and screens in front of your eyeballs is definitely not, I think, what the original like long-term intention is i still i think they i don't think apple wants yeah, that's what i mean yeah they don't want to make a vr they made vr goggles that have good pass-through i think they want to make 
AR glasses and they and they just can't. So this is the next sure. best thing. And mm-hmm. and so I think maybe that's partly why the marketing so far is it's a little bit weird. Like the best things about it are actually more VR things. The immersion of like movies or 3D and stuff. That's like more of a VR thing. And the AR stuff is less useful because you have this big heavy thing see, in your face. See, but I think they still want to do both. Like they I do. think one of the things that makes this product very interesting is it starts in it's like it's the inverse of meta where i think meta's proposition is much more like we got all this cool vr stuff and we can kind of do pass through that's why, that's why apple feels only semi-dystopian yeah. to me and meta feels very dystopian i mean they're both they're like metaverse different stuff. angles right so like whereas like apple's proposition is like we are much like you start off in sort of the ar experience but then yeah. you kind of morph into vr depending yeah, on yeah, your yeah. circumstances this is why um, i was I, I was wondering like if apple could make the glasses right then would they wouldn't that mean that actual optical glasses you'd see through the world and they have a projection wouldn't that mean you couldn't do the full vr immersion experience and if this came out since this came out first and they're going to make iterations on this ever mm-hmm. users are going to be trained in this this is going to be the expectation this hybrid sure. thing which is more like vr with ar attack you know ability than mm-hmm. ar with like can you, i don't know i don't know how it's the how, thing you gotta buy both that's what i mean like are we gonna have to, we gonna have a time where we're gonna have to buy both it'd be like the apple watch and the iphone are two separate things that go together you're gonna have the vision pro it's and like whole, the vision air new, and the be, it's like whatever. a whole new product product category you know it's gonna be another one it's gonna you have the two glasses you got the glasses when you're walking around outside they look like that's glasses right. and then you this, got this, this vision pro, pro thing at home that keeps you home and then you, exactly. you take those off and you put on your you glasses know what? and you go out we're joking, but we pro- that's probably the business no, I'm plan. I'm not joking. I know, Aaron's not joking. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is what's happening. You know, I mean, it makes perfect sense. Look, if Apple won't give multiple users to, to like, this thing or to an iPad after how many years people have been wanting it, uh, sure. I can see them being like, yeah, just buy two different headsets for the difference. Yeah. Because each device has its best use cases. You know, that's why they don't make touchscreen uh, Macs, right? Yeah, that's the exactly. argument. That's that's the argument. <laughs> so for now, we're we're probably we probably wouldn't buy one right now unless we had a really good idea. But the catch twenty two is we can't come up with a good idea without using <laughs> using one. So I guess we're just Aaron and I just got to rely. Well, I will have to rely on on Coulter and Aaron because I think Aaron will eventually have access to one. We'll have to rely on you guys, or maybe I can sell something. Maybe I, I can find something to sell. <laughs> so I can get some I, money. Buy one. I th- I think the 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 challenge. I don't even think I could sell my car for enough money to pay for this thing. <laughs> I think that I think the challenge is figuring. Uh, one of the things that, um, like, if you're indie, you really you really have to think deeply. A, really have to think deeply. Yeah. Um, about a really good um, use case for this, and then B, um, because it's a different development environment. Yeah, this is not. Like, you still need a good Mac, and a, like like this. You could if you had to pick between this and. Like a MacBook Pro, like get a MacBook Pro. Like get a you, know, you, Pro. you can't do anything without the MacBook yeah. Pro. So you already have to have a MacBook Pro, a, a good Apple Silicon. You have to have an Apple Silicon one, and then yeah. you buy this on top of that. And you're probably yeah. going to want that three hundred dollar strap because yeah, I don't know how well the wireless that. works. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine because <laughs> you'll be doing it all in Vision Pro. It'll just feel like it's all natural. Oh, I did. I did. I did see a clip of um, using, I guess, Playground app in Vision Pro mm-hmm. that. Um, um, hacking with Swift, uh, guy. Uh, names escape me today. Oh, Paul Hudson. It's it's we're doing this at night, and that's why we're all we're all confused. Uh, Paul Hudson. Uh, yeah, Paul Hudson did a demo. Was like, can you code in Swift? And it was the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life. But technically, yes, you can in Playground. And it, and it brought up the app, and it was cool. 
It was very yeah, on, on, cumbersome, auto, but it was a glimpse of the future. Autocomplete is amazing on that. <laughs> so. <laughs> on playgrounds, yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Because like, you can only type, like, two words a minute. Like, <laughs> if you guys haven't seen the Casey Neistat video, like, that's what he yeah. does all his crazy stuff, runs around with it. He does a scene where he, he stands on a stairwell. Like, no one was, he wasn't blocking anybody. I think they, inten- I think intentionally the camera and he would make sure no one was there. Yeah. But, but he was, he stood on a stairwell, like, leaving a subway, and he just started pecking at the virtual keyboard to write an iMessage. It was very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that gotta, was, like, my favorite one. one at a time. <laughs> yeah, that one and the Wall Street Journal, uh, Joanna Stearns, were my favorite ones. Because Joanna Stearns, because it actually showed, like, what you could do in real life today if you mm-hmm. bought one besides watching movies. And yeah. the main one was uh, cooking. Uh, actually had some useful utilities in that one. Not yeah, a lot. I, not enough to buy a $4,000 headset, but it was, like, useful. Yeah. You want to you want to splash hot oil on your four thousand dollar headset? <laughs> See, Aaron's always yeah, here to just look, bring us look, back down to look, earth. Aaron, we get a little Aaron, too hyped. That's, what, that's, that's why earth. I have. That's why I have that apple cloth. That comes I'm with. I'm trying to be positive after all my dystopian talk, and Aaron's here like somebody's gonna, don't somebody's you got you got come... the oven and and, yeah. and melt their face. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my I god! Mean, that so, was that was the, uh, that was the positive that Joanna Stern said, right? It's like yeah. I don't get onion, I don't cry. Yeah, she didn't cry. Yeah. On the other, on the other hand, yeah, she gets too close. The to onion juices <laughs> on you. the outside of it. Yeah. Oh my god, that's a good point. She better wash that thing appropriately, uh, as it has like it has some like cover on. It's not. It's glass with like a laminate, right? So yeah, it can get damaged. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. And then if you get too close to a flame, does it melt pieces? I don't know. This is oh, a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Goodness. Goodness. Get, get, get that apple care. <laughs> <laughs> actually it's the guy at the apple store said too yeah he's like, yeah. you should get that apple care he was like this he's like this thing is really can, this thing can be very expensive to repair i think he i think he's now i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say he was 100 accurate he was trying to remember he, he said he said to me that one of the most the most expensive repair might have been something like 2800 dollars. yeah like yeah. for for I, like the most expensive type of i don't know what it was but you if you completely smash a thing or something i guess you can get yeah, a real expensive if, repair. If, unless if you have apple care then it's like the deductible so yeah. which is like it's three like or five hundred dollars or something. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they they do like if you drop if you drop the uh <laughs> if you're one of those clout people, you drop it you drop uh, the uh I can't watch the, those, uh, those when they when they intentionally break the things. Vision. I can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I'm like I work too hard for my dollars. If yeah. I imagine myself buying one of these things, I can't watch someone intentionally destroy it. I just Yeah. It's like yeah. no. There was um, one video of some they just like tapped on the on the lens on, on like the glass bar and I'm like what are you doing? I wouldn't even do that. I'm not touching. I, know. I was like, like I, he, they told me to grab the thing from the front, and I felt bad about it because I'm like, I gotta yeah. touch the glass. But I mean, you know. one of the things, one of the things that scares me a lot is like when I, if, when you lift it, you have to be very careful of the way you hold it because like you don't hold it by the. Um, no, you hold it like the, this. You hold it like this. This is yeah. this is the official Apple recommended way at the Apple Store. You put your thumb where the nose section yeah, is, yeah. and your your fingers on the top, and you grip it yeah. from the front, and then you just and then that way you put it over top of your head. Because the yeah. the magnets are fine, but they yeah, are do, not strong. Do, yeah, do not. T- yeah, you you have to know how to pick it up. Like that was the very first thing they tell you to do, which is yeah, and they're very yeah. explicit. Like, put your thumb here and your yeah. fingers here and hold it here. Uh, there, otherwise, there, you'll drop there, it. And I was like, okay. There is totally a new. You're holding it wrong. There is uh, <laughs> <Me>. <laughs> all these smashed devices start showing up, and people are like I I was just picking it up and it just fell on the ground. Like well, you're holding it wrong. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, so uh, yeah. hopefully this has been an entertaining episode. It got a little bit long. Uh, sure. Long and short of it is, I think, for my my opinion, is it's cool. 
It's mostly, I think, a toy right now. I'm not so sure how much utility you can get out of it right now, but that's going to be very specific to the software uh, that you have access to and you're using and your I am situation. I'm very interested, but I'm interested in where what type of applications we could build and much more in the sense of like artistic or um video or something yeah or something creative and i mean i think we like the three of us i guess we could build something Mm -hmm. even without all of us having a headset as long as one person could test something sure once in a while just to like just like with the apple lab people did release software that when they didn't have dev kits right yeah they just went to a lab or something once in a while i think one of the things that i the i don't know if that's still a thing but i think apple did have a way so that when you push it up to test flight they actually have a some sort of way to test it against apple like apple will do the test for you you think they're still to make sure that it's compatible i don't know if it's still a thing now they just expect you to spend four thousand dollars to buy yeah (laughs) by the device like you you just what are you guys doing Uh, we're gonna do this for you we got got, yeah that was just for the early adopters you missed out (laughs) that's for the early early that's the real apple tax there yeah um yeah so uh, I don't know. So we're not we're not sure about a particular product to build on this. Right. Um, but there, but expect expect a lot of updates around doing mini side projects because I think in our case mm-hmm. it's it makes more sense to crawl before we walk before we run. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a good point, and mm-hmm. I do expect this to rapidly get updates. I mean, if Apple is smart, and Apple is generally smart. Uh, I think they'll update this thing. I hope more often. I hope they update it at a different cadence than iOS, even. I and I, because yeah. it, I feel like a year from now, or even WWDC, I don't think they're going to replace this hardware. WWC. I think WWC. No. The, the it was all about software, but by even by then, I think the software will have been updated, and it'll be, um, you know, really cool. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean even I cooler s- than now. Yeah. If I if I hope for anything, I do want some sort of like, you know, how you have like on tap gestures or on long gestures those type of um those type of modifiers that you can use to access the gestures i want a ar kit equivalent of that so i can say is it pointing is it some something that's a little more vision os specific as a modifier but a hand gesture modifier of some kind that would be that's on my wish list for that next version but anyway um that's all we have for today you can learn more about philly coco at phillycoco.org There you'll find links to our Slack group, meetup schedule, and contact info. And if you're feeling generous, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your podcast platform of choice is. And share us with all your developer friends. And one more thing. More programmer jokes. Yes. Love these. (laughs) Oh, the hits keep on coming. So, uh, Aaron, why will Google Chrome cause sheeps to go extinct? Hmm. It's on track to consume all the RAM in the world. <laughs> what? Are, are these human ones or, or jippity ones? Chat jippity ones. Human, hu- human ones. These are all human. Okay. Real humans came up with these, these jokes. Real humans, uh, huh? Real humans. Maybe but the robot maybe you... is a positive thing. I don't... <laughs> to be fair, these are Reddit jokes, so who knows? Oh, Reddit jokes. Yeah, we don't know what created these. Could have been aliens. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Steve, how did the computer process make so many child processes? I, I don't know where this is going, but I, it doesn't sound. It sounds wrong. A whole lot of forking. Oh God! It was. It was wrong.
<laughs> I should have put a not safe for work kind of. That was that was bare, that was that was okay. That was on the line. It was like PG thirteen. Alright, right, here's the last one. <laughs> a lot of forks. A lot of forking. Goodness. Goodness. Remember our old database? Yes. It's getting a sequel. <laughs> okay, that's a classic. That's a classic. I like it. Till, I like till it. Next time. <laughs> Good luck on your own developer journey. We will cheer for you always. I read that the first demo that Steve, that Tim Cook had was apparently some giant monstrosity that kind of like put him inside and had cables running into another room or something. Is that real? Is that really what happened? It's like a Johnny mnemonic. Like, I don't know if you saw that movie at like the end of the scene at the end of the uh, movie, they have him con- like connected to that big monstrosity. I want to see a photo of Tim Cook wearing that.